2021. It is no longer safe to transmit information. Phones, computers, and satellites are all vulnerable, but there is a solution. Your storage capacity? I can carry nearly 80 gigs of data in my head. Input the data into the brain of a human courier, like Johnny Mnemonic. Hit me. all that in your head anyway. I had to dump a chunk of long-term memory. You had to dump a chunk of what? My childhood. What are you doing? Making a long-distance phone call. I got the goods, Ralphie. Now I just want to get them out of my head. Now, in a future... We locked on him. ...where those who control the information control the world. I've been charged with recovering the head of the mnemonic courier. Everyone wants what is stored in Johnny's head. Double cheese anchovies? Charlie! Are you waiting for me, Ralphie? Time is running out. I'm a dead man if I don't get this out of my head. If I can get it out. How? A cranial drill and a pair of forceps. For the future's most wanted fugitive. Shoot me. Not in the head. Johnny Mnemonic. I'm from the 21st century. <laughs> My name is Danny Dial-Up. Danny Dial-Up? <laughs> My name is Danny Dial-Up. Listen to me. I'm listening. <coughs> you mustn't let the Kansas City Chiefs win the Super Bowl in the year 2022. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta answer this. <laughs> it was the cat trying to leave and he stopped. <laughs> you mean cats aren't extinct? No, we still have cats. And you know what? It's 2023 now. What? So I actually can't stop anything that happened in 2022. I meant the 2023 Super Bowl. Oh. I cannot remember who won the Super Bowl in 2022. Three Super Bowl already happened also. This fucking cat. <laughs> I mean, this fucking cat. Uh, I also don't know who won uh, the Super Bowl from 2023. I just I just know that Rihanna performed, but also didn't watch that. So if the if Rihanna performs at the halftime show at the 2023 Super Bowl, yeah. the world will end within a year. Okay, well then we're doomed, dude, because it already happened. That's what I'm telling you. But like we already we lived through like a, a global pandemic recently and pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. It was a pandemic of uh global proportions. Listen as is a pandemic. In the year twenty twenty three, 
my brain will be able to hold 90 gigabytes. 90? Yes. That's not very much. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Why does it smell weird in here? Oh, you uh, you wear necklaces when you take a shit? Don't you? Now, I guess I do. Don't um, you? Yeah, so you missed this. There was this guy in here. Yeah. And he was What's talking his name? about Danny Dialogue. <laughs> I think is what he said, but he was, I mean, I think he was probably high. And he was talking about like, we needed to stop the Super Bowl in 2022 Whoa. and then 2023. And I told him it already happened. And he said that if Rihanna performed at the Super Bowl in 2023 the world was going to end but like but that already, that already happened. happened so we're going to die in a year what do you want to do and he's from 2021 uh i don't remember him saying when he was from he seemed kind of like a hippie he was wearing glasses that looked like my grandma's i wasn't here when he was when you were talking to him but i'm pretty no, sure he, he said had the same shirt on his he's from the year 2021 i'm pretty sure he said that did you he, borrow his necklace no might be a weird maybe a relative from another time i mean maybe he looked a lot and like you and he sounded like he was really funny i didn't really laugh much past the intro um it's weird that he was from 2021 because this movie Mm. This is our movie roulette. Yeah. Roulette. We went through, uh, you uh, picked a category out of a hat. I did. We took the number of movies that were, let me pick my nose, <laughs> that were on the list of that category. We randomly generated the number and we selected. Johnny Mnemonic. Johnny mnemonic directed by as it says on the scroll is it spelled correctly this time there's always a typo on the scroll by the way we were talking about um uh mad god and we kept calling phil Tippett paul yeah we sure did and i clarified in the the notes that he is not a paul he is a phil but we called him paul like the whole time. Yeah, we did. And and I honestly was following your lead because I had no idea. Yeah. So I'm going to just blame you. I'm and a- I'm going to say that I'm innocent in this. And once upon learning his work, we're very aware of his work. Yeah, and I want to see more. But now we it, know. I guess already have. But uh, you've we've seen we've a seen lot. a lot of his work. We've I just didn't know. Lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You know, we're all learning. We're all learning. What is this, a criterion essay? <laughs> It's a fucking corny YouTube channel talking about movies. Huh? And listen, you want to talk about corny movies? Huh? Yeah. Go this ahead. Is, this is one. Is what yeah, I this might get, this will probably get our lowest review yet, I'm sure. Based Maybe? on a, this was written, this is based on a story by William Gibson who wrote Neuromancer. He's kind of credited with popularizing the cyberpunk kind of style, the steampunky sure. kind of stuff. I would say the concept is not bad no. at all. I think it could be neat to read a book about this. 
But the execution mm. of this movie felt very silly at times. And obviously it was made in the 90s about now. I, I can't put a... I don't know how to say how funny <laughs> it was. But this is this is a scenario where you watch something based upon a story and a lot of times you can be like, well, the book's better. Sure. And like maybe even in this case it is. But the guy who wrote the book wrote the screenplay to this okay, movie. Okay, but also I wouldn't even, there are moments in the screenplay that are bonkers for sure. But again, character choices. Visually, that's what's funny. Yeah. To me, I still like. I even think the script is not like terrible. I think there's, it's, you know what I mean. I guess it's not like, yeah. But like the acting. I mean, listen, we've talked about our love for Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves, but Keanu Reeves being very serious before he like recognized how to do that in a way that that's is true. Keanu. This was. After Speed, I think. Oh, really? Speed popped off. Speed was good. I loved Speed. Speed popped Can off. You check the years on that. Is this really after Speed? All right. Well, hold on. Let me pull up these windows. Well, you're just you're spouting facts, and I don't. I'm not spouting it. Well, I'm spouting <laughs> the ones that I don't have to look up. Except I don't. I don't know. I'm just very curious because I feel like this is. Before speed. All right, we're looking. We're looking. Speed, nineteen ninety four. Johnny Mnemonic, nineteen ninety five. You know what the movie was wow. after Johnny Mnemonic? Mnemonic, Mnemonic. A walk in the clouds. You did it. Woo! Did you? Did you see no! it? No. Oh, okay. I just guessed because the timing was right. Because I know I still lived at home and my dad watched it a ton. Um. And I graduated high school in 98, so I figured it had to be 96-ish. He did My Own Private Idaho, a very well-regarded movie. I in, I've i never in, seen um, that, and I need to see it. 91. Yeah, we- You oh, bought it for me. We I bought it for you. You bought and, it for uh, me. Yeah. We'll watch it. Yeah. Okay. So- So I was wrong, but I will say that- I'm sorry, you were what? I was- I can admit when I'm wrong. You think- You say that like I don't? I didn't say that. I just okay. said I can admit- when I'm wrong, and I was wrong, but I will say I've that got... Speed and Walk in the Clouds, while they were set, a Walk in the Clouds in the past, Speed in current day, 90s, felt more modern, both of them, than this movie that was supposed to be set in the future. <laughs> we were talking earlier, and you know, there's like this aesthetic of the future per a specific time, right? Yes, yes, yes. Like, I love the the 50s 60s when like yes. everyone was starting to get kind of ufo crazy and you got the robots that have like claw hands like eh, eh, robbing the robot very, shit like metallic yeah everyone has to have like pointed hats for some reason yeah and things are like weirdly curved like imagine a rocket and a looney tunes cartoon totally like i that aesthetic is very humorous to me because it's a vision of what they thought the future was going to be I literally, the 80s too. I love the 80s vision of the future. I just watched this, the Apple for the first This is essentially it, time. right? Well, it's different because I feel like in the 80s, they were still, like the future was more of, um, it was more like everybody was wearing metallic colors and crazy eyeshadow. And there was some of that in this, but there wasn't like the, 
the internetness of the future. Like at a point in the 90s, everything was about like what is going to be the future of the internet? Like hackers was real crazy. I kind of lump the 80s and the early 90s in together. I feel like what you're talking about with the Apple or like a Xanadu or some bullshit. Mm, that feels very different to where, me. Where it's this. all about the fab, the 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 like some glam aspect yeah. of the future. That feels 70s to me. Okay, true. Maybe that, yeah, because it was early 80s. So I, I love more the seven, you're right, Flash Gordon, the 70s, yeah. early 80s. That's actually my probably favorite but future. Like, but like, but the, the, the Gibson books yeah, fair. popped off in the 80s. And then we spent the next 90, and, the, and he's writing well. I mean, he's still writing books, apparently. And it's like Terminator time too, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. shit like that, like. <laughs> We're starting to look, the Reagan era is lending itself to us looking more into apocalyptic mm. visions or like weird societies where technology is covered, covering everything. And, uh, but, you know, so when you really think about it, that 80s, early 90s, the Gibson vision that so many movies from that time co-opt, like it does seem like it's like half right. Yeah. And but there but there's just certain details and like where it's like where technology really has come can along. We, can we jump in? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so this is just making me think of the part where so Johnny Mnemonic is mnemonic. I was trying to spell his name and like there is a word mnemonic. That is not how you spell his name, which is infuriating. Um, so there's these people who can carry info in their brains and he's carrying this info in his brain and he's running. Um, and we can get more into that bit, but there's this part where he's like, I need a computer. And this woman that's helping him that is like his hired bodyguard. Uh, Cause they ran into each other, takes him to a computer store and he sits down and he just like starts barking all these things to her. Like I need uh, what was it? I need data gloves, and I need iPhones, <laughs> yeah. oh. and I need. Oh, it was like when a Tyson building, iPhone that's or the, something. That is the scene too. Yeah, when he's like, I must find a computer. Yeah, computer. And let, but the, here's the thing that's so crazy is she's someone who, and I'd forgotten about this. You told we were talking about this a little bit earlier. She didn't know about people who carry data in their who brains. Who is she? She is, I can't remember her name. I know we weren't going to go beat by beat, but you went like way crazy. I did because I wanted to talk about the computer. We still have to set up the characters okay, so here. Let, okay, set up the characters. Okay, so Johnny Mnemonic is a man who at some point in his life decided that he wanted to work as someone who carries data in their brain. For so whatever what you fucking have to reason. Do, well, money. I mean, what other reason is there? Um, so, but in order to do that, you have to give up part of your memories so they do a thing where they call it like a wet port, which is disgusting. A wet wire, something like that. Because it goes into your it just head. sounds grody. But like they do this thing where they go into your brain and they take out part of your memories and they stick like a port in there so that you can essentially plug into your own head and download data into your own brain that you then hold until, and you don't know what it is. You can't get it out. There's like a, there's like a passcode. And it's images that you have to see. And if you see those images, you can download the data later. And so Johnny doesn't want to do this work anymore. He says, I don't want to hold other people's memories anymore. I want my memories back. Is it supposed to be safer than just having an external hard drive? 
Is that the whole point of putting it in someone's you know, head? Okay, I was thinking about this. So I don't know how it would be safer. You'd almost say it was like undete- more undetectable. I don't know. Like they can't steal a thing from you. They have to like kill a person. And if they kill you, the data's gone. So like there's this whole thing where the people want to get the data from him. He ends up he ends up like downloading too much data into his brain and he needs to get someone to get it out because doing part- too much does the neuro bleed and it will kill him. Do yeah. you do you remember how many gigs yes. in 2021 that his brain could hold? Yes, so he had 90 gigs and then he did this thing called a doubler that made him be able to do 80 180. gigs. He could hold 80 gigs. Okay, then 80 and then he got to hold And 60. he doubled the he he his limit is 80. Yeah, and he doubled it so he could then hold 160, but they wanted him to hold 320. So they wanted him to go, like, double of what his doubler would allow. So in 2021, his brain can hold 180, 160 gigs. If he basically uses a temporary hard drive in addition to his brain. Pretty sure I bought this in 2020. Uh Uh-huh. This is two terabytes. For like a, for like a hundred hundred bucks, around a hundred bucks. Yeah, and so they were basically. I think the whole deal is right. Like it's in a person who then is going to travel. He has to get on a plane at some point, and they do like a body scan of him, and they read that he has the port, but they don't say. They basically are like. They call it something else. Like, it says it's something medical. So I think the idea is that you could, like, travel and cross borders, but you don't have a physical thing that could be inspected or taken from you. And you're, like, registered as someone who has, like, a medical necessity to have a thing in your brain. Like, I think you're, like, a secret spy kind of delivering An info spy. An info spy. What do they call them? But but he's a courier. Courier. He's, like, a data courier. And so, okay, so the deal is he wants to get out of it. His, his boss or whoever gives him the jobs is like, one more job, man, and then you'll have enough money and you can do this surgery and you'll get all your memories back. I'll help you do it. And so he goes on this one more thing. But like we said, he needs to carry more data than he can carry. But because he really wants to do this job and get out of it, he takes all this extra data. And like you said, it can cause a brain bleed. And so as soon as he takes on this data, he's dying. Yeah, and he starts having these spells and headaches and then and then he gets lost into the underworld because the guy betrays him and so the rest of the yeah. movie is Johnny we he doesn't know his own last name. He doesn't have his old memories because yeah. he took the job as a courier. His name is Johnny. So he's just traipsing through the underworld since the dude who hired him double crossed him. Yeah. So now he's trying to and there's also the yakuza are following him, especially this one particular Which guy. Which is hilarious. And then that's when he meets his bodyguard, some girl who's supposed to be off the grid. Yeah. And she's judged for having, like, um, you know, like, back alley m- mods. M- mods or whatever the to fuck. To make her stronger. Yeah. Oh, but also, there is a pandemic yeah. happening in this movie called The Black Shakes. And she has it, we find out later, because... um. <laughs> It doesn't have anything to do with her mod. When she starts to do the shakes. Get down here, man. She's sick. That shit was so funny. It didn't look like a seizure. It was like very jerky. It was, like it was so. Like this. It was like. She's like. Ugh. 
Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is maybe I'm wrong about the port thing. Like, maybe people knew because I I do seem to recall when he got that scan, the machine actually said to him, there is a leak and you have 24 hours before you die, basically. It gave him, like, a time limit. The thing didn't seem to be stuck to. Well, I mean, that's kind of 24 hours from that yeah. moment. It was a yeah. long day. It was a long day. I don't think we saw the sunrise, right? Maybe not. Maybe at not. least we didn't see that. I don't know. I think we went underground at some point. Oh, so also in this, uh, so like you said, the whole thing is just get the data out of his brain before the Yakuza catch him trying and kill him. Because they're trying to cut off his head to preserve the data. And so that's the other thing, too. Like, you have to kill someone to get the data. No, no, no. You have to get the data out of the person before they die or the data is lost forever. But they just wanted to, like, cut off his head to preserve the data and get it out somehow later. Don't understand how that would have worked. Uh, but we find out through, like, a crazy amount of talking that what is in his head is the cure for the black shades. Oh, of course. And so... That a pharmaceutical company wanted to get a hold of. Yes. Before anyone well, it was else. was hiding. Hiding it, yes. The So what it was was the pharmaceutical company had it for a long time. There's also this weird woman in the computer, or she shows up in screen. She's and stuff. the lady She's... from the Cocteau Twins in the Heaven <laughs> or Las Vegas video. Yes. You showed me that, and it's so true. I hope you flash that image up. Um, no, I'm not. Since you asked, I'm not going to Oh, do okay, it. fair. Y'all just go watch Don't it. Don't ever tell me to flash. Also, I wouldn't know how to spell that, so. The Cocteau Twins, C-O-C-T-A-U. Cool. Cool. T-E-A-U. Um, But this woman is like a woman who founded this company who passed away years ago, but she keeps like talking to people about this, about the data. Like, we got to get the data out. We got to help people. It's trying to be purchased by this man who's working with the Yakuza. 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 I'm so sorry. Yakuza. Oh, I know. Nope, Don't come up. for me. I'm so sorry. Um, all respect. Uh, so <laughs> Yakuza. We love the, the, Yaku- <laughs> the Yakuza. Ah, you did it. We love um, the Yakuza. <laughs> anyway, um, we find out too that like the reason he wants this is. I guess because his daughter had the black shakes and she died. Yeah. So I guess he's been trying to get this maybe for like a long time, but she passed away before he could get it or something. I don't know. There was, you know, like I said, these kind of stakes were weird. These kind of cyber predictions. They're half right. Yeah. We do. We do have uh, Gibson did predict a future where corporations would control everything. Mm -hmm. Of course, it was like that when he wrote Neuromancer. But in just like the eighties, yeah. yeah, it's just fucking worse. Yeah. Like the mask is off; no one's even pretending to have any decorum. And that's the difference, yeah. The, de- the decorum's <laughs> just out the window. Like, don't even bother. Yeah, uh, a pandemic has hit the world that's affecting millions and millions of people. And um, Outcast predicted that people would get this and shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> there is there is an interesting comparison of like people who have it are it's like shameful which that was with covid too like it felt especially 
I think it's more normal normalized now because yeah. almost everyone we know has had it by this point. But there was a point at which like people sometimes wouldn't tell anyone they had COVID until they were completely better because they didn't want like the shame or the embarrassment of like I told everyone saying they had well so did I because like it wasn't my fault I got COVID. I just trying to live my fucking life and you I mean, know people were probably one of the most giant music festivals in the entire world and i didn't think i was no I'm sorry. i think look i, don't I think mean i got it there when it came when it came to covid hitting everything and where i mean we there's it's still technically happening yes but the reality the reality is like if it's a test run for something worse then it's failure from oh, the very top absolutely. to the very bottom absolutely so the real shame for people and not wanting to talk about it or do any or like try to be secretive about it. I think a lot of it is because they couldn't just be like, I don't care. Mm. So they had to be quiet about it. You know what I'm saying? They wanted it, it, they wanted to save face in the sense to where because if you got it, maybe it meant you weren't careful. And for yeah, a lot of people, yeah, totally. for a lot of people, they weren't. Yeah. Like the reality. Who were careful. You didn't want to be lumped in with the people who were bar hopping yeah. at the height of a pandemic. But, and, Just because maybe you went to Kroger and someone coughed near you. So that's like the judgment yeah. that everyone's avoiding because they'll probably accuse you of not being safe. And they'll probably be right unless you work in the medical industry or you're a teacher or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that's, that is the interesting thing about COVID. Like, you know, when it hit where we were older, it was you know, we're older, we're an older couple. So I was like, yeah, let's just chill middle-aged but if i not quite we're not there yet well then we're not old keep going. old i said older i know but that made it sound like well the way well, the way i'm going in the sentence okay, going, it would make going. sense okay if i were in like 1920 mm-hmm. 1920 years old during at that age when covid was popping off i wouldn't have been safe i wouldn't have changed my life one second mm. and i say that as someone who is older now and made it a point to be safe was very safe, but I'm not. But I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I was even then doing everything in the safest, wisest way. Mm-hmm. I would have been just. I would have been out partying, COVID partying. I would have been. I would have been the guy going to your house and like you'd be the roommate. It was like, does he not? Is he not going to wear a mask? Right. <laughs> so, in a way, I know. I. I'm not saying it would have been right, but. Knowing who I was then, mm-hmm. no, I wouldn't have given a shit. And some people might have paid for that, but that's, yeah. that's the case. Well, back to the this movie. We talk- Can we talk about COVID a little <laughs> no, more? No, please, no. Uh, I don't think uh, y'all haven't heard of COVID, right? So, so, Can you so explain what COVID-19 what I started is? started to talk about before we had to backtrack and like kind of tell the story of this movie is that when part of the running, they go to this computer store. I need a computer. Yeah. He needs a computer. He also gets mad at her for letting him sleep at some point, but he literally like, if you hit his head, it's like he starts hallucinating and he can't stand up straight. You're not supposed to hit his head. It's very dangerous. And he gets punched in the face like six Because times. he could, because of this, like, leaking, right? Mm. Like, he could just explode, I guess. Like, his brain could oh, melt I, or something. We should also point out that, you know, some are better than others. Mm-hmm. But this was not in, an environment that encouraged everyone to be like, look, we got to be the most top-notch actors in this. Mm. The acting 
was like it was like a domino effect. Like Keanu was not his acting was not good in this movie, mm-hmm. and it was like an effect that made everyone else's acting also seem not very good. Yeah, I mean even even Ice T, one of our finest thespians, even he couldn't uh, carry this movie. This is what it feels like. J Bone. J Bone. He was the leader of this. Uh, like kind of underground group who was like a resistance against these companies. They called themselves like low techs. Low techs. They didn't want to, they didn't, they're like, uh, uh, what's that called? What do people always say? Um, whatever that word is, that means you hate technology. Oh, Luddites. Luddite. They're like Luddites. They don't, but no, they, they don't, no, they, they don't. don't it's hate... like old technology. Well, they're not television. Luddites. They're yeah, not they're Luddite. not. You're right. They're not. But low tech. They're low tech. But not. I think it's just like they're getting the tech that they can scrap together and afford. Yeah. And so they do this thing where they um, try to scramble the movie feeds because it's very like uh, 1984 Big Brothery. Like every television everywhere is playing like whatever the companies want to play to you. And so they'll sometimes like hack in and do do messages. How do you prevent the black shakes? They never said. How does it spread? I don't know. Because obviously she had it, but it wasn't like when she started having a black shake attack, like Johnny wasn't like, oh my God, I got to get away from you. He literally like picked her up. Like, I don't know. Maybe like it can spread, but only when you're shaking, like you can shake it on pe- onto people. Well, she was shaking and he was holding her and yeah. he's fine. So I don't know. But. um, Remember when, uh, well, can we talk more about acting, the acting for a second? Yeah, I still want to talk about the computer, but keep going. We'll get there. Remember when we, I think we were talking about Chandler from Friends. Yes. And he wrote a book. Yes. And in the book, he was talking about how River Phoenix is dead. Chris Farley is dead. But Keanu Reeves still walks among us. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, what the fuck, bro? Keanu's cool as shit. Mm -hmm. And current Keanu has a very different reputation than... Uh, Keanu back then although obviously he was a successful movie star back then yeah and I'm sure he was always cool as shit and that's probably why people wanted to work with him the whole time but it used to be the the discussion around Keanu was that he wasn't he was a very one-note actor yeah despite being in well-regarded movies like Point Break Speed was actually a pretty well-regarded movie but maybe it was huge yeah it was out. like a kind of a hot action movie and people yeah. liked it and uh you know my own private Idaho and like stuff like that, but but it's true. Like there was a lot of movies that were like this, where it was just like, oh my god, it was like every other movie. Because yeah, because like he's great in Bill and Ted, he's great in Parenthood. He worked for Speed because it was like a very like. There's certain characters that he works for, but there's certain times they try to shoehorn him into something. I think even and it in, just doesn't work. I think even in Speed, if you really get into that dialogue, you can. You, the, it's been it, a while. Things will be a little silly. Sure. There was a way he delivered that came off very <laughs> kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, so he had this rep like Keanu. Well, he's a he's a hunky actor, but he's not a very good actor. Mm-hmm. And so Chandler Bing, Chandler Bing, was mining that like cornball '90s talk show joke type of humor, discussing Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. and he wasn't really on the up. Of the Keanu now, who predicts, who is better at kind of picking roles that he would 
I mean, just imagining like John Wick or something, the few of the more modern movies, and he does seem to be acting better in those than he does Absolutely, in these movies. It also then. seems like people know how to use him now mm. you know like he knows but people also know like something like john wick feels like it was written for him like it's good do you remember how good his acting was in feeling minnesota i never saw that i like the porn version of feeling minnesota feeling minnesota's balls mm. <laughs> hey <laughs> mm. i thought you were gonna say like feeling inside minnesota that's pretty good thanks better than yours I don't know about Feeling that. up, Minnesota? That's pretty good. I think feeling Minnesota's balls, like it's got that good, not so subtle porno punch to mm, it. Feeling Minnesota's boobs. It sounds like the Cinemax uh, uh, version. You think boobs are sexier than balls? <laughs> Hold on, let me think about that a little more. <laughs> Balls are pretty great. Not going to lie, the way they dangle in her. Okay, wrinkly. well, we've talked about that book, the section of that book that Chandler Bing wrote mm -hmm. so many times. And I'll just say what I always say. He's just fucking jealous. I mean, he he's very open about his addiction years, and apparently there's years he just doesn't remember. Hey, don't you dare cough while we're I recording. have to cough. I don't have COVID. I don't think. You got the black shakes. Maybe. Wait, you're having an attack. She's having an attack. Oh, God. Ugh. Take me to Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Take me to Henry Rollins. That's right. That's We meet him. He brings her to Henry Rollins. <laughs> yeah. And he's a doctor. And he's just Henry Rollins. Like, he's just being Henry Rollins. Just uh, mad about everything. Look, we love some Henry Rollins. Totally love Henry the Rollins. The acting doesn't level up here. I can listen to Henry Rollins and have done. And I think Henry Rollins would willingly admit that the acting did not level up on totally. this. Totally. Yeah. Totally. But, you know, Henry Rollins just like natural, like, self-righteous sort of like anger yeah. at corporate Sure. Greed. It does just like comes through. It works. It does make sense that he would not, that he would be. Henry Rollins kind of is a perfect character to inject in a cyberpunk, especially Absolutely. understanding like the kind of the punk influences yeah. of that subgenre. I actually think he was cast perfectly. It's not good, but he, in this world, it makes complete sense. He couldn't have like a robot eye or something. Well, he had nerd glasses. Just kidding. They were just almost like the ones you're wearing right now. Yeah, they're like, I what are love you talking them. About? But he had like the thick black glasses. And I feel like back then they would have thought that meant that you were like smart or nerdy. They, um, I think in the army, they give you cool. thick frames. They call them BCs. Yeah. Birth controls. I, like those. I call them PGs. Pussy getters. Okay. So, yeah, Henry Rollins. Um, oh, He's Dol a doctor. Dolph Lundgren is in this movie. Yes, well, so here's what happens. The Yakuza guy... Yakuza. Yakuza is unable to get a hold of Johnny Mnemonic's data multiple mnemonic. times. Mnemonic. Mnemonic. And so he calls his boss, and he's like, got away again. The boss is like, forget it. And he calls Dolph Lundgren, and he's like, hey, Jesus, I got a job for you. This guy calls himself Jesus. Yeah. And apparently has... Slowly replace his entire body. We talked. You talked for a second with about the um with what 
Implants. Implants. I said it kind of weird. Implants. Yeah, implants. implants. So we do see at one point along the girl's arm, she's got these mods to make her like stronger. So I guess she can like punch harder. So he's essentially done that, but like throughout his entire body, like he's replaced himself to make himself stronger and like indestructible. So he's like a, uh, like a murdering zealot. Yeah, he oh. definitely thinks that he's going to, like, bring you to salvation by killing you. But it doesn't really matter why he's killing you. He's killing you for money. Yeah, to get more parts, I guess. So he builds the computer. And he's hacking into the mainframes. Johnny builds the computer. Yeah. not Yeah, not ever, Dolph Lundgren. Before he ever meets Henry Rollins or anything, they're, like, on the way. And when he's got the computer built, which is the gloves and the eye thing, he's doing this thing on the internet, which... We've seen this in multiple movies of, like, future internet, but he's, like, moving and swimming through the internet with his, like, gloves. And at one point, he's, like, trying to, it would be, like, the equivalent of just typing in what you want and hitting enter, but he's, like, with his gloves doing, like, a, he's unlocking a puzzle to get data. But it seems like he's just flipping things that look exactly the same. But But it's like he's doing some kind of, like, puzzle box but the corporation the pharma the pharma corporation realizes he's trying to hack them yeah so he does this thing where he's like like he threatens them and he's like i'll hack into your main like he's like you see him in the vr goggles and he's like threatening them by hacking them or something and he's like holding his hands like Huh, it's it's a it's a pretty cornball ass scene, but it is pretty memorable. Yeah. This is like the memorable part of Johnny Mnemonic. Mnemonic. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Are you giving me attitude? Look, I will hack into your mainframe. <laughs> I'm not giving you any attitude. But that's not how the internet works. Like we don't go inside the internet. It's like some Tron shit. Tell everyone like, how the internet works. Go on. Hack. That movie also does this kind of thing where, like, when I'm surfing the internet, I can't see, like, the internet cables moving around in, like, neon colors. Like, that's not part the of The internet, 2021. That's how it opens. Yeah. The internet. We laughed very, we laughed very hard. I also laughed when he was like, I, have, I could store up to 80 gigs. You were, you were like, only 80 gigs? <laughs> like, he gave up his entire childhood the one, to hold 80 gigs. The one thing that, like... All these uh, cyberpunk writers from the 80s, most uh, under uh, didn't understand was that we would be able to increase storage capacities by <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. They were like, 80 seems like a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. They did like not envision advanced storing capacity. Like the idea that he'd be putting 320 gigs somewhere was like, that's going to murder you. That's so much. I've got an eight terabyte tower plugged into my PC here. If I, like, was walking around these people with an 8 terabyte, I'm holding, like, the Ark of the Covenant to these people. Can I say, though... So everyone's getting stalked by the girl from the Cocteau Twins, right? Every time they hack into something's mainframe. Oh, yeah, and she's the only one who has any info, so she's how we figure out that it's the cure. She started this pharmaceutical company. She started it, apparently. And then got forced out, like disappeared. She or died. Something. She died. Yeah, she's like in the computer. But her brain's in the mainframe. Yeah, they copied her before she died. Yeah. And put her in, and then she died. And is is she in heaven? Is that an afterlife? 
No, she's in the computer. She's not real. Is that an afterlife? She's an AI. She's not a consciousness? No, she's an AI. And if you think AI now, is conscious. Now we're getting then, into some phil- philosophy. But I'm just saying it's like, it's not, okay. It depends on what you think is your consciousness slash soul slash whatever. Can, but, can she understand, uh, can she feel guilt? Can she feel fear? Can she? Um, I think she can because it's programmed. Like can she my, feel regret? they downloaded her brain. I think she shows regret. Conscience, not conscious. Consciousness, consciousness. No, She's not consciousness conscious. means awake. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're talking about a conscience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a programming. She she's essentially just a person without the organs. She's not a person though. They downloaded her memories into a computer. But she's like an entity, a thinking entity. I guess. That's like, because, uh, I mean, no one's going to build a robot that can take a shit, right? That's not what really defines you as something right. that's that separate from a bug. But so she's also kind of like, is she in his brain with the data? Because she is the data. She's all up in the internet in 2021. Yeah, she can like, she's like ghost in the machine. Yeah, she's everywhere. She goes in the machine. Did they actually say ghost in the machine at some point? They did say that at some point. Yeah, they really did. Um, They had to. It's required in movies like this. So yeah, so she's like telling people stuff. But basically, basically what happens is they go see Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins finally figures out what it is because they say he's supposed to go see Dr. Allgood or something. Yeah. Or All Coming. All Come. All Come. All Come. We didn't make and that up. We didn't make that up. All um, Come. All Come. is the doctor so he was trying to figure out how to save himself he's been talking to all these people and some people are fucking him over and some people are trying to help him and he's like you need dr all good and so i'll he, come i'll come sorry i'll come and so he finally <laughs> so henry rollins is like inspecting him and like doing these like backwards like treatments on him while he's treating the woman for the shakes like trying to get her back to normal um he's looking at his head and he finally says, oh, I'm supposed to find this doctor, I'll come. And immediately Rollins is like, I know where to take you. Let's go. And he brings him to a room of full of cum. A room full of sick people. Yeah. Because it's a underground hospital. And they all got and the we shakes. And find out that, well, see, they always were like, he was a doctor. Shakes. They all got the black shakes. He kind of is stopping and checking in on people as they're walking through. He puts on like a lab coat. They get all the way to the back and he finally explains that Alcome is not a person. It's a code to, for that place because the idea is that if there's an emergency, they make an announcement that says, doctors, all come to whatever place. And so it's basically like a code for there's some real serious bad shit going down. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Then he's like, I can cut this out of you. He yeah. tries to like download it. Sort of. Like it, he tries to get this shit out of his brain multiple times and it doesn't work. But then Dolph Lundgren, Lund- bleh, 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 bleh. A- after Johnny Mnonic leaves. Well, they run from Dolph. Dolph Lundgren. Right. Comes the doctor in. tells him to leave. Lundgren. Lundgren. And yeah, Henry Rollins is like, get the fuck out of here. You got to save what's, you got to get what's in your brain out of your brain because it's going to save millions of people. And he basically has already convinced Johnny that what's in his head is is important and he might have to die to save the rest of the world who has this disease. Yeah. And so Johnny's sort of like, 
was fighting with him about that a little bit. And then that's when Dolph Lundgren came in. So he was like, get the fuck out of here. So they go back to Ice-T. Dolph Lundgren kills Dr. Alcott. He does. And they know. Like, they actually later, like, they get to Ice-T and then he's like, where is he? And, and she's like, J-Bone. 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 You know what's funny is, like, where he needed to be. Was where he was at the very beginning. Yeah. I know. And so He had to go like, all the way around and fail and fail. Well, because he basically is like, you have to go see, and I can't remember the name, but Henry was like, take him to John or whatever, right? And so they go, and they go to J-Bone, and they're like, he needs to see John. I don't remember the name. Right. And though they go into this place, and they're like, our person... Or, or the person, you're, the John you're going to see is controlling everything. Like they have the most, that they were uh, worked for the military and they were like enhanced. Their brain was enhanced a bunch of times. So like they will know how to get this out of you. They can look into your brain and figure out the code to open up this cure. Yeah. And so he gets there and it's a dolphin. Yeah. It's a dolphin. Yeah. Doesn't, did that not look like the most miserable fucking existence? Yeah. Like yeah. that dolphin's just are they are they changing that water out? It looked very cloudy. They just pissing and shitting. I'm gonna assume that they're taking care of him because he's helping them and he seems to be smarter than all he's of like, them. He's like, I like these guys. Well he's of he all escaped. the people that are imprisoning me and making me hack things for them, these are the nicest ones. It did seem as though he was maybe the boss. Yeah, it's a or they were de- deferential to him. Anyway. So um, so that the main uh, Yakuza guy, mm-hmm. he it's kind it is revealed that like he's kind of doing this because he's mad. He wants he knows what's in Johnny's head, mm-hmm. and but it's really like he wants to access to it because his daughter died of it. It, it makes it seem like his goals maybe a little more virtuous, but he's uh, betrayed. By the other Yakuza, who's a little more westernized. Mm-hmm. And so then that's... And it seems like the y- Yakuza is also very interracial in this movie. Yeah. And there was another there was part... a white woman with them. Yeah, who had a rocket launcher and was mad that a car was on fire and just started... Her friend got died. Yeah, her friend got died. <laughs> I did not catch that she was even in the Yakuza. I well, thought she maybe was working she, with them. I thought, is she just a low tech that was just mad at Mm-mm. that scenario? No, she was with those guys because they, they basically... Or maybe they weren't all Yakuza. They could have hired these people to be like their hired hands, but she showed up with that guy. And they were all like in like riot gear kind of outfits and they had these like flamethrowers and stuff and there was this weird thing happening where like the dudes who were supposed to be the lookouts for j-bones like whole operation were not doing a very good job of it and somehow kept like knocking cars off a tower that were flaming and then it like, was, they killed her friend it, and so she started shooting it was like them. they were like supposed to be comedic bit characters that you it never you never saw at any other point in the movie it was real dumb yeah Real dumb. But they just needed a way for the whole place to catch on fire, I guess. I guess. I don't know. So anyway, then it's they're trying to break the code in Johnny's brain with the dolphin. And they go into the net this time. They're in the net. So it's all like computer 1995. He turns into... A cylindrical... He looks like an eraser. Or a pencil. And his head is the eraser. And But it's like a his head is like a bent cylinder. And he's, like, going through his own brain. He's got to, like, search in his head until he can find the code. He's hacking into his own brain. 
and then they are and then they've got him hooked up to the machine so then they're like project then they when they finally get into it it projects out over all the televisions to all the world the cure and listen not the way robert this smith thing looks not robert smith that would have been better the way the thing looks is like along one side there's all these pictures of like cells and shit and on the other side it's just like code 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 and it's not even that long it takes like 2 minutes and it's like you see all these clips from people around the world being like oh my god listen i'm sure someone who is a scientist could like slow that down and read it and understand it right. but joe off the street was looking at it like we can cure it and now. It, yeah, and it's, and like, it's like what? It's like, man, you don't know what that says. Good. Oh, and he kissed the bodyguard at some point. Yeah, you had to back then. You had to like fuck. I'm surprised we didn't get they like didn't fuck. I'm surprised we didn't, we didn't get like a tits shot because back then yeah. it was much more common. You notice we don't we don't get random sex tits shots. Was this rated? Because there wasn't language in it really either. Even though Henry Rollins was in it, I don't remember him cussing. I think he said something about like fucking Dolph Lundgren's sister or something. Mm. I bet it was like a PG-13 is my guess. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. Oh, and then at some point while they're trying to do this, Dolph Lundgren does show up again and he's like, Jesus is here to save and they burn him to death. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so we're at the end, right? Like the cure got out, whatever. And then Johnny, they think he might be dead, but he's okay and he falls into the girl's arms. I should be wearing pressed shirts. And I should be getting, yeah. staying in five-star hotels. And I should be having. The very, very end where, you know, they've made this whole thing about how Dolph, you look like you hate me right now. <laughs> what? You look like you don't want to, you're staring at me like this. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. The camera. At the very, very end, you know, they've talked so much about Dolph Lundgren being, like, basically bionic or whatever because he's replaced his whole body. They... Go on. At the very end, you know, he's been burnt alive. So then you see his, like, burnt-up body and it starts, like, rising. And I was like, oh, holy shit. He's about to come back like to life. Chucky. Burnt-up Dolph Lundgren is about to come back to life. Jesus is risen. And then it backs out and they're just like picking him up to throw him in the garbage pile. And I laughed and I laughed. They don't and throw I laughed and I laughed. They don't throw them him in the garbage pile. Where they, they throw him? They throw him in the oh, in the water. Because that's where hey, you want to put those I was things. laughing too hard. The, that water is probably not polluted enough. So you definitely want to just throw yeah. charred cybernetic corpses in there. There was there was also a point I, I want to say like maybe two thirds of the way through this where I just wanted it to be over. So I think by the time we got to yes. the end, I was just like slap happy. Yeah, and because um, it sucked, it was kind of funny, kind of entertaining to kind of observe a vision of a future of another time. Some that had points made, but at the same time were also extremely laughable, especially in the underestimating of how advanced storage mm. uh would mm -hmm. would be in our time yes. and it's always fun to um watch a movie about the future from another time in your past the time in which it takes place yeah. you gotta love that yeah. at least but um yeah let's rate this uh movie Ugh. will you give it one through five i'll give it one through five okay. combined and i'll let you know how it tears out you go ahead this is hard. Uh, like all, Dr. Alcum was pretty hard. All, Dr. Alcum was pretty hard. 
Um, I think I'm going to say 1.5. 1. 1.5. 1. 5. Okay. I think. It's hard. I mean, you can't deny. You're right. Like, at a point, you're just like, is this going to be over? Like, the action wasn't even that great. There was a guy with, like, a laser whip, like, the main, like, one of the dudes. I forgot about that. And the laser whip kind of looked cool. But other than that, there wasn't even really any, like, cool action, you know? It really was really? kind of a drag. Oh, there was that one. Yeah, well, it was all him related when he cut that man in half, like, yeah. diagonal. That was pretty cool. And the only thing you can really say that's positive about it is not like, oh, this is so cool. It's the shit that made you laugh. Like when he's in the built the computer and he's threatening people by gesturing his yeah. cyber, his eye eyewear, mm -hmm. the acting. You're you're not laughing with this movie. You're laughing at this movie. That's true. Gosh. So you can't yeah you can't deny it just sucks so it's a 1.5 i agree i'm gonna give it a 1.5 yeah i probably would go lo lower i might but too. it did make me laugh yes that's why that's why like i i'm not mad that we watched it no i won't be watching it again never again. but there are things that i think will be brought up forever for us like i need a computer well at 1.5 each. Three. Three total. Does it get an F? No, that's a D tier movie. How low does it have to be for an F? F is like 0 to 2.25. Is that like we're just scratching our eyeballs out? I yeah, guess? yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, honestly, uh, Johnny Mnemonic from 1995 by Robert... Longo, I misspelled Robert. I'm not going to fix it. Uh, it is our is the best D tier movie <laughs> of all time so far. So of all time so far. Of all time so far. I love it. Maybe I should up the F a little bit more. I think you're right. I still think this would be like a D minus. Yeah. But maybe I should adjust that F to to catch a broader. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. It's a D movie. D makes sense. It is a D minus. Listen, I got to look at Henry Rollins for it's a little a while. Yeah, there wasn't. Ice-T made me happy. Like, there were things in it that made me happy, but you're right. It wasn't for the right reasons. Like, the things I loved about it were not probably the things I was supposed to love. Yeah, we were picking on it. It was yeah. fun, but not in a way that, like, it seemed to attempt to be. It wasn't fun in a story way. It wasn't fun in, a like, a character interactions way. Yeah. There wasn't really any charm whatsoever. If it had been at least 30 minutes shorter, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If I don't know how works. to fix it. All right. <laughs> okay. It's time. Did you take out the one we already did, or if I draw it, we just won't do it again? Yeah, if you draw it. I did, I did draw it. A future in apathy. Okay, we'll pick another one. Okay. Then. Okay. I knew I was gonna. Spring and Awakening and Summer Sadness. And Summer Sadness. <laughs> All right. So, um, we have here 
58 okay. movies in this selection. Okay. So let's do a random number generator. I love the sound of keyboard typing. That's maybe my only like ASMR thing. I actually I, really I love the sound of keyboard typing. I don't mind typing. it either. Yeah. I don't mind it either. Everything else though makes me literally want to die. All right. So one to 58. Here we go. I'm just adjusting that. So I'm going to generate 38. 38. Uh, you're wrong. I'm nervous. All right. This one is an early film by a, a pretty popular director nowadays. Okay. And it is from 2010. Okay. And it is a movie from New Zealand. Okay. It is directed by Taika Waititi. Okay. It is called Boy. Boy. Hmm. We're discussing... The Taika Waititi movie, Boy. Okay. That is our next uh, movie roulette selection. So that will probably happen sometime within the next couple weeks. All right. So there you go. Johnny Mnemonic. It sucked. It sucked. <laughs> there was some laughs, though. So, you know. I think if you just think about what the movie is, you know if you're the type of person to get something out of it. Yeah. Ooh, can I say it? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Death to all traitors. Death to all traitors. Thank you for listening to the Movie Humpers podcast. You can also watch video of our discussions over at the Movie Humpers YouTube channel, which is our main home. You can support us by subscribing and liking stuff over at our YouTube channel. Rating and reviewing our podcast wherever that can be done helps out as well my twitch handle is your very own bob sham twitch won't let me change it for two months we hope to stream certain episodes live and that will likely be the place you can follow movie humpers over on instagram we keep it simple and straightforward over there you can also check out my shitty twitter account under the handle at culture rotter Email us over at moviehumpers at gmail.com and tell us anything. Write us a story. I like emails. Not every email. Actually, most are terrible, but personable emails are always nice. Maybe I'll start an email list. That's all, folks. Thanks for listening. Death to all traitors.